explore the night skies with our large range of high-quality telescopes. Whether you're a novice or an astronomy expert, we have the right telescope for you in our Australian Geographic e-store. Explore the whole range and find the right telescope for you today. Go to www.australiangeographic.com.au forward slash shop. That's www.australiangeographic.com.au forward slash shop. G'day, I'm Justin Walker and welcome to Talking Australia. Today I am joined by Angie Scarth-Johnson, who has been rock climbing since the age of seven and now, at the age of 16, has set her sights on representing Australia in climbing at the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Thanks for joining me, Angie. Thank you. I'm just looking at what you've achieved already in the climbing world. It's amazing. I mean, how old were you when you first started climbing? I first started when I was seven. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I was climbing things before that. Like, yeah, okay. I didn't, I didn't start <laughs> at seven, um, but it's kind of when I, I wanted to do it as a full-time thing, I guess. Okay. Well, as full-time as, okay. you know. Um, and uh, after that, I, I kind of... Um, I started training in this little gym in yep. Canberra where I was brought up and I I kind of – I didn't really know much about the sport. I mean, I it, back then it wasn't yeah. in the Olympics and it, it was still up and coming in Australia yep. um, and I, I had no idea that outdoor climbing existed yeah, sure. um, until I met a few guys at the climbing gym and, yep. um, and they were just, you know, like, yeah, this climbing gym is for training for outdoors, not for – Okay. climbing it, I guess. So yep. after that, I kind of realised that um, there's so much more to climbing and it was definitely something I wanted to be a part of. Awesome. And your mum and dad were okay with your climbing? M- my mum. Yeah, and dad, yeah. were they okay? Or? Yeah, actually, no, they've been very supportive um, awesome. from the start. I, I'm sure mum was scared in the beginning, <laughs> um, but, yeah, just support from them. Okay, and I, I noticed your, your dad goes out a lot of climbs with you? Yeah, yeah, he's my he's my partner in climbing. So, Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's quite good. He's I always get angry at him when I'm frustrated. So. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, it must be a good chance to boss your dad around a yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been climbing uh, around the Blue Mountains mostly in your home now or you live at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on and off in the mountains because I'm travelling so much yep. and climbing around the place. But um, when I'm home, yeah, for oh. sure, climbing in my... Okay. And so the USA, you went over there at age nine. That was your first overseas trip for climbing. And that's where you became the youngest to send that grade 31 climb. So how did that come about? Uh, Well, I mean, it was, it was just a a family trip overseas really. Um, And my mum, it was after I'd recently started climbing. So I was, I was still new to the sport and um, still had a lot to learn. And my mum was like, oh, we can, we can like um, put some time to your cl- to your climbing, yeah. um, and then we'll do some other stuff at the end. Yep, cool. Like Disneyland and all that stuff. Awesome. So I was like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I guess I, you know, I started off pretty easy. I was taking it easy, and then um, I found this project, and I didn't think I was going to get it because I hadn't sure. sent anything nearly as hard. Yeah. Um, previously, so it was quite a shock when 
Definitely, that's that. fantastic. And when you mentioned the word project, that's what climbers use to describe yeah. the climb they are working on to, exactly. to succeed at. Yeah. Yep, yep. Excellent. And then you went and did a grade 34 at age 12. Was that in Australia or was that overseas as well? No, that was in the same place. Okay. That was, um, so yeah. where in the US was that? Uh, Red River Gorge nice. in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And speaking of people who you go climb with, you know, obviously your dad as well, but you've also managed to score an excellent mentor in Lee Cossey, one of Australia's top climbers. Yeah. Yeah. He's taught me a lot and um, I've been really lucky to find someone that, um, you know, can mentor me in to cool. new things and different paths in climbing. So yeah, very fantastic. Lucky. Do you get to yell at him too, like you yell at your dad sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And he's been mentoring you for a few years now? Yes. Yeah. He's been... Um, kind of helping me out and um, teaching me new things for quite a while. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And you met him through the North Face or through your climbing gym? Or? No, I, I met him um, through just climbing. Okay. Like I said, like climbing was a very small community at yeah. the time. Um, and when I moved to the Blue Mountains, it was even smaller there. And, yeah. Um, and the, yeah, I guess I just threw the gym and um, just through climbing outdoors, you know, you see everyone yeah, outside yeah. and it's quite a nice way to meet people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. And, and he obviously, speaking of Pacific Lines, the film we mentioned earlier on. Yeah. Uh, Aowa is the island off the kingdom of Tonga where you yeah. went. Now, mm-hmm. what did you choose to go there initially? Was it to do with the climb only? I know your, your dad has Tongan heritage. Oh, he's yeah. Tongan, sorry. Mm-hmm. So was it to also find out more about his background as well? Yeah. Or? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't actually plan it like it wasn't it was kind of just I remember I was looking through I think it was Facebook I was just scrolling through and this documentary of climbers who are starting to develop Mm -hmm. Tonga or Ewa came up and it was just a little video of um and pictures and footage of these massive cliffs. Yeah, wow. And they go straight into the sea, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just on the edge of the, yep. the ocean. And and I knew my dad was from there and I was like, well, I didn't even know there was climbing there like that. Like I guess I never thought of that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that would actually be a really awesome expedition because, you know, I can learn so much about my heritage but yep. also start this whole new kind of line of, bolting and yeah. um, learn new things, my climbing as well. Okay. So when you talk about bolting, that's about inserting the bolt into the into rock the for rock. anchors for climbers. Exactly, yeah. And you hadn't done any bolting at that point, obviously, had you? So Lee, yeah. you hopped out there to show you how yeah. to do it? Yeah. So I think a few weeks before I – it's kind of hard to explain, but kind of what bolting in – a non-developed area yep. is extremely hard, let alone as someone that has never bolted before. I sure. was completely new to the thing. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so he showed me, I think it was a week before we left. Okay. Just, um, I had a bolt, a few things and, okay. um, and, and then I realized it was so much harder when I got there. Um, yeah. you were 14 then? I yeah, 14? I was, I was 14. Yes. Yep. And the was... drill's not exactly light either. No, not at all. You know, <laughs> it was quite hard. I had to like use my knee to hold it and he would often, oh, yeah. um, like push me into the wall because yep. it, the drill would kind of pull me back. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So when you say in the wall, you guys are hanging down from ropes yeah. and trying to mm-hmm. get enough momentum and, and balance yeah. and also strength to stay on there to drill the holes for yeah, the bolts. Yeah, exactly. So, so you, it's not an easy thing. No. So you you put two bolts at the very top of the cliff. So yep. you have to find a way to get to the top mm-hmm. and then you drill two bolts in, which are your safeties for the bolting. Um, and then you go from top down 
and choose yeah. your line. But it's quite it's it's more complicated than that. It sounds yeah. quite simple, but yeah. <laughs> there's lots of factors. I mean, you might go down that line and it might not even be a climb. Sure. Like it, there's a lot of work and it takes so much more time than someone would think. Like yeah, definitely. Because you, I guess, to vision envisage. Sorry where you think that route will go, yeah. you've got to see from all different angles beforehand before you even start to think of Yeah, exactly. Daily. And, you know, you might get up there and it's not how you thought it would be. So yeah. I was quite lucky that the first time I went down, it was, you know, it was a good climb. I, I realised, yeah. yeah, this can work. Um, and I think it's easier as well because the entire crag, or it's a climbing term, yeah, um, yeah. crag is like the, the rock climbing area. Yes. It's yeah. what crag's called. Yeah. Um, and the entire crag was hadn't been developed, so there was so much potential everywhere. Yeah, so wow. it was not so hard to choose a line, I guess. Fantastic. Yeah. Now I saw the film the other night, and Lee mentioned the skyhook. Yeah. And I thought you weren't much of a fan of this. No, skyhook, no. I could so, see. Yeah, the skyhook's scary. I I think um, I'm I'm not I've never been scared of climbing. Yep. But I think stuff like that scares me, like sure. hanging off. <laughs> Hooks off the rock, it doesn't sound okay, right Okay, so to it me. does. It's exactly as the term says. It just hooks onto a Yeah, so it hooks onto rock. a hold on the rock, like a, a dent in the yes, rock or yep. something that looks stable. And, yeah, wow. um, but it often rips out and, of course, because your weight's on it, yes. when it rips it's quite a jolt and it, it can hit be. you in the face. And Yeah, <laughs> it's not nice. And it's like a secondary sort of safety or It's not. No, you're, you are on always on your, yeah, on your, your rope safety. Rope. There's no danger in, in it at all. But it pulls you into the wall. Gotcha. Um, and when you're, if you can imagine you're hanging off a 40 degree angle rock, yes. you're going to, your rope's going straight down. It's yeah. not going along the rope, uh, the, the rock. Yep. So you need something to pull you in. Sure. Um, so the sky hook is what it's used for, but okay. of course you still have your weight on it <laughs> and it's quite scary. And was it one of, has that been used by other clients? Is that one of Lee's own inventions? No, or? no, no. It's, it's a, it's a real thing. Perfect. But okay. Yeah, it's, That's it's, excellent. <laughs> and when you were, um, so when you were, bolting the route you thought oh did you think oh how difficult can I make this too difficult or yeah. challenging or I, I kind of I I wanted to find something that was hard so I, I didn't want it to be super easy because yeah. there has already been established climbs that are easier yep um, and I kind of wanted to make some some climbs for maybe people that want to come and and try and project stuff there sure. um, who possibly don't want to just um holiday climb yep. which yeah um and i thought that this was a perfect rock to yep. have um to have some hard climbs on so i thought may as well take the opportunity yeah. and put some hard things on it so um my goal was to find something hard but doable in the time that i had sure okay yeah. and to reach there where the climb was did you have to go by boat to get there or uh so the Coming off the main island, yep. Tonga, you yeah, I had to go by boat. Okay. It was quite and then it's overland from there. Yeah, and then yeah. after that it's um yeah, you're all okay. overland. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Now you created the climb route yourself, you did all the bolting and everything else. How great was it to actually climb it after you'd done all that? Yeah, it was it was pretty nice, I think. As I I kinda like I got to step back and have a look at how much effort really goes into sure. like something like that. I guess when you come to a climbing area and you see all the bolts in the rock, it's it's just like you don't really think about how much effort that person put in yeah. um, to get that up for other people to climb. And yep. I, I think that's an amazing thing about climbing is that 
it's not a selfish sport at all because you're putting things up for everyone. Yeah. Um, it's a strong community, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a very strong community. Excellent. And, of course, you're also over there. You've got to meet some more of your dad's family as well. Yeah. Your mum and your dad, everyone went over there. And yeah. So how long were you over there for the whole time? Oh, it was two weeks. Was it two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Yep. Okay. Um, but the boat was delayed okay. um, because of bad weather and the whole trip was actually um, pushed forward because um there was a cyclone oh wow okay um so the time frame was pretty tight in the yeah end. yeah so it was all pushed forward it ended up working out um because i had lead come so i had someone to teach yep, me how to sure. do it um and if i had been earlier i wouldn't have had that okay so that was quite helpful yeah um but yeah it's had to okay. be delayed okay and then meeting your, your dad's family over there and, and finding out more about the Tongan side of your heritage was that something you were looking forward to doing? Yeah, it was, it was good. It looked great fun on the video. It was so much fun. I think it it's quite nice because it's it's they're just how they are there, you know. Like yeah. it's they just live how they live and and they don't care what other people think. Yeah. And I think the m most amazing thing about these untouched tourist destinations mm -hmm. is that when people go there, they enjoy it for their for the natural. For of sure. it um and i think that's really nice thing about climbing is that climbers enjoy the natural like simplicity of it and yeah. not kind of the man-made buildings yeah, i guess yeah the lights and yeah, things, yeah. I, it's, it's a quite a nice thing i yep. think the other thing i noticed was um because i was bolting along the ocean yep we had to walk through like beaches and along the shore of the nice. ocean and the beaches were like covered in plastic. Like oh, wow. the entire, yeah, the ocean was like, the wave was made out of plastic. It was like a plastic wave. Yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? Um, and like, I guess it, I felt kind of guilty in a way because I feel like I come from like Australia, you know, everything's cleaned for yes. you. The streets are clean. Yeah, totally. The ocean's kept clean, the beaches, and it's not actually the reality of no. how it is. It's it's very hidden and and I think until you actually go and you see this, you don't realise how messed up we've, yeah. you know, how much we've messed up in this world. Yep. And I think it's not us that's been affected by what we do. It's it's these people, you yeah, know, the Tongans, sure. the islanders, the, yep. the people that live in the places that we don't go to. Yep. And I just think that it's quite selfish because yeah. I feel like things we enjoy they have to they um, pay for exactly yeah yeah and and it's not like we're going and cleaning up and no i mean it's it's not i'm not talking just australia i'm it's yeah, the whole yeah. world it's a world issue and yeah um it's just really opened my eyes to how things really are Subscribe to our AG magazine for six months for just $30 and save 33% on the newsstand price. That's three issues of our award-winning magazine delivered to your home for just $30. Plus, you will also receive exclusive benefits, including 10% off all products purchased in our e-store. So don't wait. Go to www.australiangeographic.com.au forward slash Talking Australia for our special offer. That's www.australiangeographic.com.au forward slash Talking Australia. Speaking of the beaches and the water over there, you also got the chance to swim with some whales. Yeah, it was amazing. That would be awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I think it's like the only, one of the only places you can, you can do that. And it was quite special and it, it made me 
again, like realize I, I felt so bad because I was like, they're swimming yeah. in this waste and yeah, yeah. and this is completely us and yeah, totally. we need to and do so much about it. Yeah. So you've come back from there. Was that 2019 or 2018? So I was 14. So it was 2018. Yep. Sure. And have you yeah. been back since? No, I haven't okay. been back since. You got plans I, to? Or? Yeah. I mean, I'm always open to to going back to places, I think, yeah. like you always leave projects. I guess for me personally, I never finish fully. Yep. There's always new things you can always come okay. back to. Um, but just even developing new places even, um, not just Tonga as well, yep. is is on my mind as okay. well. Okay, fantastic. Speaking about things on your mind, the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's uh, obviously been postponed until next year. Yeah. Now at this stage, you're one of two female Australian climbers who are is the Oceania Games next to qualify? Is that right? The yeah. So, do you mean like um, how the qualifiers work? Yes, how the qualifiers yeah. work. Sorry, yeah. So, how yeah, do the qualifiers so, work for you to get to yeah. take over the Olympics? Yeah. So you can get in through World Cups as well. Okay. But you have to be in the age group to to gotcha. enter. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't in that age bracket, so I have to go in through my continentals. Gotcha. Um, which is Oceana. So okay. um, it was um, postponed, um, unfortunately, but is now being held in December. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And there's only, is there one other Australian comedy you're competing against for that? There's eight. Eight. So eight okay. were selected for this competition okay. out yep. of our nationals. Gotcha. Um, so the nationals, as many people could enter, but yep. the top eight were taken. And only one female and one male actually wow. get to go. It's a bit of pressure. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah, like it's puts a lot more pressure because yeah. it's just that one spot you got to take. Wow! Yeah, and just to let the the audience know, with the Olympics and it's sport climbing in the Olympics, it's different to outdoor climbing, yeah, and there's actually three separate disciplines in the mm-hmm. event for the Olympics, isn't there? Yes. So there's boulder, lead, and speed, um, and bouldering is like a, a five meter kind of um, boulder, yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and you fall into mats. Um, okay, and you've got to – that's with no ropes, that's just – No ropes, yeah, yep. no ropes. So it's just um, free climbing and then um, when you fall, it's onto a mat. Okay, is there um, a certain time limit for that? If they, yeah, yeah. Yep. So there's um, five minutes okay. to climb them mm-hmm. um, and the lead climbing is six minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the lead climbing is it's, – it's what I prefer to do. Yes, I, yeah. My favourite's lead. Yep. But – yeah, exactly. It's very different to outdoor climbing for sure in so many ways. Yeah, you know, yeah. The style is different. Okay. And the speed climbing especially is different because you're oh, racing against sure. another climber, aren't you? Yeah. And there's nothing like that outdoors. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what you've been focusing on with training, just the speed or, or everything? Is speed yeah, just everything. For? But I probably my weaknesses lie in the speed mm-hmm. and also um, the bouldering is kind of like parkour style sure. I guess yeah it's like really runny and um you like pull yourself across the wall and run on features yeah, wow. and um so that kind of style I I'm still getting used to because yep. I com- I'm coming out of something completely different For sure. um so it's like learning something new okay. um but other than that I'm really enjoying yeah, okay. So, of course, yeah. the lead climbing, you've been lead climbing for yeah. such a young age, haven't you? So. Yeah. Well, of course, it's still different even then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... Okay. And are you training with a coach for that or...? Yeah. So, I, I train with um, a coach in Austria. Okay. 
Yeah. And um, so I go travel to ah, Austria. So how long were you in Austria for? Yeah, I was in Austria for over three months before wow. the COVID okay. stuff happened. Yep. And you yeah. and yourself and your and your family went over. Just just me and my mum. Okay. Yep. So my mum's my travel buddy. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. And the coach over there is he a coach of the national team? Of Austria, is he or is he, he just? He used to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But now he just trains. He's been training a lot of the um, the other people that are training for their own continentals, sure. like South Africans and yep. Americans and um, Europe and yeah. Okay. So um, he trains just anyone really. Yeah. Okay. And since you've come back to Australia with the whole COVID nineteen thing going on at the moment, how have you trained at home or near home? Yeah. Well, during quarantine, I built a little climbing gym in my okay. backyard. Um, well, me and my dad built it and it's kind of kept me busy since the quarantine thing. But yep. since the gyms have opened, um, obviously I've been able to get back okay. and start training again, although it's going to take a while to get back up to that level, yeah. um, which is, I think, quite hard for all the athletes at the yes. moment because, I mean, when you have – it might not seem like a long time, but even two weeks off or even yep. a week is like – it's quite yeah. a lot, okay. um, especially to be doing nothing. So yep. um, it will be quite hard to build up again. But oh. we have quite a bit of time until the qualifiers. So hopefully yeah. we'll all be ready. Okay. That no, sounds very, very exciting. So in terms of the Olympics, after that, have you, you said before you had some other things on your mind. You're thinking of new projects. And I know climbers are often quite reticent to say what the new project may be sort of until they've, yeah. they've done it. Yeah. So I guess you've got a few think, more things on your mind for after the Olympics or you just solely focus on the Well, Olympics I mean, like this whole pandemic thing, I mean, I, things get thrown at you and um, ideas change and projects change. But at the moment, I feel like the only thing I can um, kind of work towards is the Olympics yep. because, I mean, I don't know when borders are opening and it's yeah. just there's so many things that – I I can't really plan around. So um, for now, it's just the Olympics and then hopefully things start looking better. I mean, 2020 sure. has been pretty rough. Oh, it has everyone. been pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, with, when you or if you do get to the Olympics, will you, the whole family go over as well, well beforehand or have you got any sort of plan in place? Or are you just looking at the... If, if I make it. The continentals first, yeah, if you make it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope. I would love for my family to come yeah, cool. over. Um, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, because um, you'll be one of the youngest Olympians, I think, that's yeah. in Australia. Yeah, I think so, oh. yeah. No right. pressure again, is there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it just means I have so many more years to try as yeah. well. So yeah, it's no. not That's pretty exciting. I mean, it's exciting having climbing in the Olympics especially for yourself or for every Australian climate. Yeah, it's it's new and, and it's helped our sport grow in in good ways and, um, sure. yeah, it's pretty exciting for yeah, us. Yeah, I bet. And, and one thing I was going to ask you is how do you go fitting schoolwork in with all this training? Yeah, um, I finished, I, uh, I think year seven I, I came out of school yep. um, and I started homeschooling mm -hmm. because it fit my, you know, I was travelling so much from yeah. such a young age and and. My mum didn't want me to fall behind in school. Yep. Um, it was quite important that I had, you know, was still getting the same. Yeah, um, definitely. And being able to do what I wanted to, to train and, and yep. what I love to do. So I was pulled out and um, I've been homeschooling and I finished year 10 and I started a veterinary assistant. Oh, wow. Um, TAFE course. So, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. I was going to say, so when you were, when you were at school still in – Everything else was it homework first before training or? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was good because, um, well, I mean, 
my mum is like she she'll give me time to do it, but if it's not done by the time she wants it done, it, she's not happy. I, no, that's know, fair my enough phone's too. taken off or something. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, if I had to ask you, if there was one place in the world you would love to go and climb, where would that be? Uh, I don't know. There's so many. I, that's a really hard yeah. question. I've always wanted to climb somewhere in the Middle East, yep. actually. Um, there's amazing climbing all around there and I hope one day eventually it will be open and safe for um, me, especially as a female, to yeah. um, go over and, and climb there because yep. I think it's – I mean, it's a beautiful – they're beautiful countries yes, over there. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be awesome because it's, it's all new there. Everything yeah. there is new. So. Totally. We'll give you a chance to, to bolt some more routes as well, I exactly, guess. Exactly, yeah. Like that. Yeah. So, well, Angie, thanks heaps for your time. I'm glad Thank to, you. Thanks for having a chat. and. And joining me on Talking Australia and really good luck for the Olympics. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you again. That's it for today's episode of Talking Australia. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out. Write us an email, podcast at australiangeographic.com or find us on Instagram at australiangeographic. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Thanks for listening. Until next time.